Hey everybody, Mark Herman, aka LA Bengals fan on most of the major platforms, and I am joined here as always with Jake Circus of the Jake Circus Podcast at Devin Circus, and this is the week 15 re- preview show. Come on, who day? This is uh-huh. hey, we're another... go ahead. What are you gonna say? Well, tell everybody where they can find your stuff, Jake, because you do some amazing podcasts, and I'm I'm sure you have a pick for us at the end. The, the I do, I Dallas do. pick was never in doubt. I pounded that. I pounded that, and I pounded it second half too. So, did, uh, did you uh, tease it to plus three? Yes. <laughs> never ever worry. So, oh god, never worry. Never, never, never worry. He said, "Not, not in that yeah, one." My oh. pen. I got to write that down. No, the the never Eagles worry. never concerned. The Eagles never showed us anything in that game. You know, the Eagles they, stink. They made two trips down into the red zone and got field goals both times when the Cowboys got touchdowns, and that was it. It was the game was over, you know. So, but uh, so I'm sure Jake will have. So tell us, tell them where they can find your stuff. Yep, Jake Circus Podcast, YouTube and Spotify. No pod this week. Um, packing, driving home, but uh, we'll be back. Um, and yeah, <laughs> there you go. Dad's excited. So my boy. There you go. So um, before I forget, if you don't subscribe, please subscribe. It's all we ask. The shows by fans for fans. Uh, we don't add, we don't sell you anything. We don't ask for anything. All we ask is that you support the channel. So subscribe, hit the uh, bell so you get the alerts when you know when we do our previews and our recaps right afterwards. And please hit the thumbs up. Helps us out with the YouTube analytics. So, um, well, I like where we are. This game looks a lot different than it did a while ago. Um, I was about to, I was, I was hoping I could say, Hey, we get to face Josh Dobbs for the second time this season on two different teams. And I was going to oh, ask God. Jake when the last oh, time that happens, because usually <laughs> you're playing an NFC team, right? You don't, you know, you only see him once, but to see the same quarterback twice. And then he goes ahead and gets benched this week. So, so, uh, Mark, I, I, I got to jump in with one thing before we get sure, going. Go ahead. And, and I apologize I didn't. I have not had a chance to listen to the recap that I unfortunately wasn't able to be a part of on Sunday, but I got to take a victory lap on my man Tanner Hudson scoring his first NFL touchdown. Oh, the, and Chase Brown. I mean, it was no, 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 no. no. no my my man Tanner, Tanner Hudson. Tanner Hudson. Yeah, I was on him before anybody even knew the name. Yes, I was and- on him in training camp. And now on the fantasy sheets, he gets a mention because they were saying the one I was reading today was talking about how he's really carved out a really nice spot on this team. He he has in terms of for, from a fantasy perspective. If you're looking for help, he's there. He's getting, you know, four or five catches a week. Um, hopefully that's the first of many touchdowns. So uh, between but, um, Tanner Hudson and Shohei Otani, I'm a happy man. So let's talk football. There you go. So yeah, that's why that's why you mentioned Otani. Um, you know what's interesting, and then we're going to get right back into this. That the, the only taking two million a year to, and deferring everything to the end tells me is he making that much endorsement money that he doesn't he need a nickel? Million, he makes over fifty million dollars a year. There you go. So if somebody said me. Is this a scam? And I go, no, he's using the Dodgers as his tax planning. It's what he's doing. You know, he's I, when he, he w- might not have the same amount of income down the road. So, yeah, I think what I saw is and obviously it's a little bit on it's scaled because when you do NFL and NBA, it's not it's uncom it's uncomparable to MLB in terms of like advertising just because of the size of the sports. 
but I think that Shohei's off the field money endorsements commercials all that shit uh is only comparable to Steph and LeBron in yeah. in America in America oh. yeah in America. I gotta think he's on par with the with the Messi's and the Ronaldo's um yeah I mean he probably is but I, I think it's just Steph and LeBron and maybe if Brady if you still count Brady which but I you said might that's just domestically because international he'll blow that out of the water. Oh yeah, no, and the, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you see it when you go to the games. I mean, when you went to uh, a game that just Chan Ho Park pitched, whether you know on the Dodgers, there was a huge you know Asian presence at the game. I mean, they come out and support. So you know, it's got to be internationally. He's got to be huge. So, the name Chan Ho Park still stings, Mark, because he was on my fantasy roster the night he gave up two grand slams to Tatis in one inning. So, well, I actually have a couple baseballs that he signed, team balls that I've circulated because he was a Philly reliever too. So, um, you know, so I always, I, I have a, you know, I have good feelings about him. So, if not I always, fantasy book, football, a uh, baseball, you know, to feel bad about. So, I always just one more quick thing. I, I always did think it was kind of interesting that him to the Blue Jays was getting just an abnormal amount of steam. He was never leaving the West Coast. That was. Right. Like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. The Otani, yeah. It was Dodgers Giants all the way. Yeah. So, oh, I agree. So, all right. Well, let's. I, I wouldn't want to live talk. in San Francisco. Yeah. No, that was a mess. Didn't. That would have been Dodger fans' nightmares. If for people who aren't, you know, we're we're I'm Los Angeles. Uh, yeah. There, there is no more hated team in Los Angeles than the San Francisco Giants. So, uh, but all right. Well, let's talk football. I let's feel really good. I only have a couple negative things that I'm feeling bad about, but I'm feeling really good coming into this week. I'm going to continue to wear this jersey, so don't get down on me for not breaking out because I've got like 50 jerseys. But they've scored 34 points in the, and I've worn this jersey the last two weeks, so I'm not changing jerseys and you know until something happens. So. I'll go with the Burrow second year jersey, and it's that simple. So I like it. Yeah. So, but uh, Hawkinson concerns me because he seems to be the most reliable guy on their offense, and then they do have a very formidable run defense. I mean, they're fifth in the league, but other than that, I don't. There's not a whole lot on this team that I'm concerned about going into this game. So, yeah, I the, their defense. It, it's it, you still think of the Minnesota Vikings as. The team that wins games thirty-four to thirty-one. I mean, certainly yeah. game Sunday was um, three nothing like that with three nothing. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I don't want to steal Jake's thunder because I know he's got a lot of thoughts on the defense and the man that leads the defense, and I'm sure he's going to talk about that. So I'll let him do that. But no, they play good defense. Um, T.J. Hawkinson is absolutely scary as hell this weekend. I've said it several weekends in a row that um, the, the Bengals are historically notoriously and this year dreadful against the tight end. Uh, I play the opposing tight end every week in DFS. TJ Hawkinson's already in my lineup. Um, but uh, look, other than that, there's not a lot other weapon. There's not a lot of other weapons that scare me. Uh, they're starting running back Madison. Who's really not that good to begin with is no, out. very ordinary. Yeah, Tyson Chandler's playing okay. Uh, Nick Mullins, who's absolutely dreadful, is at quarterback. Um, Jefferson's back. We talked about it. Three of us talked about it briefly before we went on the air. Uh, this is not your 2021-2022 Justin Jefferson. No. Still Justin Jefferson. He's going to draw coverage. Uh, he's going to make the defense scheme. 
it, it, it seems like he's going to come in a little banged up, but uh, yeah, I'm with you, Mark. This game certainly favors the Bengals the way we've played the last two games. And it's just a matter of coming out and executing and yeah. Browning continue to do what Browning does. The coach is continuing to work to create the right schemes and the right plays and the right game plan that work for him and the defense to continue to figure things out, which they've done the last several weeks. Yeah. Well, and this team is very, and then Jake can take over and do some, give us some of his defensive numbers, but this team is very ordinary against the pass. So, I mean, I think that's something we we got to try to exploit this week. Mm -hmm. So. Jamar's yeah. a little banged up. That's, that concerns me a little bit. He's banged up. I think it was an ankle. Yeah, uh, it's an ankle. He, um, he, he uh, was limited in. practice today. So. Yeah. We'll I see gotta, he didn't practice yesterday, which is probably just a rest. Um, or, or Tuesday was probably the typical Wednesday since the game is Saturday. Um, limited today. I'm assuming he'll be pretty close to full tomorrow. I, I'm assuming he's going to play. Our um, our injury report looks good. Uh, looks like yeah, DJ Turner and Boyd were also limited. Not not yeah. too concerned with anything there. I think we'll be full board except for obviously CTV who's on the IR. Yeah, exactly. So what do you got, Jake? Yeah. Uh, first thoughts when looking at the matchup um, was the first bet I made on Sunday night was the under in this game at uh, at 40. It's it's right around there. I, I think both defenses match up really well with the lack of yeah. offense that we're going to see. Uh, I, I really think there's going to be a lack of offense. I, I know uh, you had the over last week. I had the under. I think without yeah, the but I don't, I'm not on the over I, this week. I'm not on the over this week. Okay. I no, think I, this is a week where, where we kind of pull back and we don't hit the 30 figure. I think, you know, you get into the low 20s, 24 might win this game for us. So... You know, I really, yeah, well, I'm, um, I'm definitely with you on that. I'll probably tease the under is what I'll do. So. Yeah, I mean, well, like the under, it was kind of worrisome. Uh, and then the pick six happened before halftime. There was 14 points in two and a half minutes. Kind of fucked it away, even with the Colts not scoring a single point in the second half. So, I mean, if the, if that pick six didn't happen, like the under hit. But like, again, it doesn't really that matter. Anyways. that Jake, that could have been 14 nothing at halftime if the Hendricks yeah. healthy doesn't happen. Yeah, no, yeah. it Exactly. The, the the Bengals defense did exactly what I figured they were going to do against a team that just does not have much on offense. And that's exactly what the Vikings do. I mean, their quarterback's worse. Yeah, they have Justin Jefferson, but I mean, the Colts have Mike, have Michael Pittman. I mean, I, I get like, obviously, Jefferson is one of the, if not the best in the league, but um, they're, they're heavily reliant on one player on offense. Their offense has taken a huge step back since he's been hurt. He came back last week, then got hurt again. Now he's how healthy is he really for, for this game? Uh, and then again, same thing last week with the DCs. We're getting an even better defensive coordinator matchup. Uh, yeah. I think Brian Flores is like if there were if there was a, a Broyles award in NFL, which is the best assistant coach, it would go to Brian Flores probably unanimously. He has turned this Vikings defense. They I said it all year last year. I mean, they were literally a high school defense last year. The Lions were on pace to have the worst defense of all time through 12 weeks. The Vikings defense finished worse than the Lions defense in yards per game, yards per attempt, um, a penalty yardage, all everything. Um, Vikings were the worst defense maybe in the last five years last year. This year, they're fourth in EPA per play on defense. It's been the biggest turnaround and it's why they're seven and six because when you lose a guy like Kirk and Vikings fans know how important Kirk Cousins is I know we all make fun of him but when you lose a guy like Kirk Cousins who 
statistically has been one of the more important players in the NFL the last three years. But when right. you factor in volume and, you know, and, and the fact that he does throw the ball down the field a lot, he's very important to them. And he's been gone the last four or five weeks. They've been frisky and the Dobbs had his Hollywood Jeremy Lin, Lin sanity run for three weeks and kind of turned into a little bit of a Ponzi scheme. And now it's right. obviously they, he got himself benched and now we're on Nick Mullins who, good lord i mean what can we really expect from him like we'll see maybe it's one of those games where like the the jake browning effect in jacksonville where he has his best career game and nick mullins was not good with kyle shanahan or is he really going to be good with his vikings team probably not uh but yeah so i i think both defenses are uh are going to eat the vikings offensive line is terrible well actually i'm going to rephrase that they were terrible last year they're better this year they're younger more athletic this year but they still have some holes that uh, the Bengals have a couple of good pass rushers that can get to the quarterback, and Nick Mullins isn't really doing anything spectacular with his legs uh, like Josh Dobbs normally did when they were in trouble. So I, I love the defenses in this game. Jake, they have had two 100%. linemen. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, they have two linemen that didn't practice at all this week. I don't know if their starters are any good. I don't recognize the names. Brian O'Neill uh, and Chris Reed and Dalton Risner right. was limited For both days. Are those guys regulars? Uh, O'Neal has been the right tackle for a very long time. Who who are the other names? Chris Reed, a guard, and Dalton Risner, another guard. I recognize the Risner. Risner. Uh, yeah, Dalton Risner. Um, yeah, he's been their starting left guard. Um, Reed is not has not played this year. Okay, if, if he's an offensive lineman. Anyway, it's, it's just illness anyway. Yeah. So uh, O'Neal is their starting right tackle. Risner's their starting uh, starting left guard. O'Neal has been their second best lineman this year outside of Christian Derrishaw, their first round pick a couple of years ago. Um, so yeah, I mean that's 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 a big deal because the backup for O'Neal is um oh my god, David Kussenberry. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, if if O'Neal doesn't uh no, it's it's not the the Kussenberry you're thinking of, not the guy from LSE from a couple oh, years ago. Oh, that was ago. Lloyd, a, speaking of our a, conversation from the other night. Yeah, it's Lloyd a it's 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 a, it's a different Kussenberry. Okay. Uh, he's an older veteran guy um but yeah o'neill's very good if he doesn't play that's a best advantage Bengals. same thing with reisner he's not great but he's their starting left guard yeah well uh, if we had a healthy jefferson you could say well mullins is just gonna they're gonna try to you know just send him down the field to try to hit a couple deep ones um madison does have a burst i mean he's not an incapable running back he has had his moments where he's looked good especially hitting the holes but he's not 100%. We don't even know if he's, we're going to see him. He hasn't he, practiced he's not gonna, either. He's not going to play. Yeah, so, so like not said, Mullins is, unless he, unless they somehow come up with a game plan and he is just, you know, plays out of this world um, and way above his, his, uh, his abilities, I just... I can't. I'm not that concerned about this offense. I'm really not. Hawkins yeah. is the only thing. You know, Chandler's not, Chandler's not a bad running back, by the way. What's that? Chandler's Chandler might be. Chandler might be better than Madison. Correct. If he gets some. Get if he gets some more volume. Yeah, but I if we I'm going to be really upset if we can't come up with a defensive scheme to say okay we're taking Hawkinson out somebody else. Yeah. No, but, Mullins isn't you know, going to beat them. Got to have a way to do that. No, so. Mullins isn't going to beat them by themselves. I, I thought, like, we talked about the turnovers for Gardner Minshew. Did we turn them over at all in that game? I'm trying to remember. I don't. BJ, the BJ interception, which was a fluke play. Yeah, the tip ball where BJ jumped in. Yeah, they, yeah. I think that's the only well, one. Well, Minshew's on a couple like that this year. Uh, yeah, I think that was the only turnover. But like Minshew, 
is a lot better than Nick Mullins, and he's better than Josh Dobbs. Um, oh, yeah. He didn't really seem comfortable. Bengals were getting some pass rush uh, against a fine Colts offensive line. Pretty solid. So, like, the Nick Mullins is not going to beat them. Um, but I also have my own doubts uh, about the Bengals scoring points in this game. I mean, I you have to give yeah. respect to this Vikings defense, uh, which is funny because a year ago I was, like, calling them just – Oh my god, it was awful. I gave up 34 points to Daniel Jones in a playoff game at home. Like, was, like you know, like this yeah, this, this team this team literally a year ago without Brian Flores by the way. Um they gave up 34 points to Daniel Jones. The same Giants roster by the way outside of the quarterback that we're seeing this year. Um yeah, and that they it was it's been a complete 180. It's been the most impressive turnaround I think in the in the league outside of maybe Houston. Right, and, and I give you credit, dude. You called this in August or July when they hired him, and the defense has been very good. Yeah, yeah. I was like even going going deeper. Uh, I was very defensive, if that's the right word, when they fired Flores, and, and now with Dolphins fired Flores, and now looking at the Mike McDaniel thing, it's a very different feel. And you know, I remember saying on my pod after Week Three when the Dolphins were like, "Okay, they're good." I'm not going to say they're a Super Bowl team, but they're good. I'm like, this is why they fired Brian Flores for this to happen. It worked. This is why exactly why they fired him. Um, but Brian Flores, he was a linebackers coach for Pittsburgh, I think, last year. He was he was never going to be at the bottom of the league for the rest of his career. I mean, he's one of the most talented defensive minds out there. He'll, right. he'll probably get another head coaching job. We see these bozos out here every year. He's going to get another job. Right. I don't know. I don't know if he's going to be good, but like he's a a very very good defensive mind. Same thing with Jim Schwartz. Like Jim Schwartz wasn't gonna was wasn't gonna be wherever for the rest of his career. Now he's killing it with Cleveland. Same thing against the Browns defense was good last year, but now they're the best in the league. Yeah, the As only reason Flores would have been kept down is if it was a league wide kind of mandate blackballed for yeah, what but... plays in Miami. But they're letting him do his thing, and he's a great coach, and he's done a phenomenal job with the Minnesota defense. No, and he he was shown the door because Ross wanted Burrow. It's just that simple. I mean, that's why he was shown the door. So, um, yeah, I don't see I, – I see Flores. Oh, you're saying because oh, they, oh, they won the they, game against us? Yeah, yes. Because they weren't – okay, yeah. No, the Dolphins, like, never were actually tanking. I mean, I don't think the, I don't think the Bengals were either. But, like, no, the Dolphins that one, year were never – team was taking, but yeah. Ross wanted Burrow. He wanted him When too. they weren't in the number one position right. – that he was not happy. And that's why want, we, talk, we, got, we talked about this and we touched on it a couple of weeks ago when Burrow got, got hurt. Tanking in the NFL is a fan thing. It's a Twitter thing. Oh yeah. The span of an NFL player is too short. The lifespan of an NFL coach of an NFL head coach, the tolerance of ownership and general managers is way too short. There's not yeah. a single yeah. player or coach that, could tank for a draft pick. It doesn't happen in the NFL. That's yeah. an NBA thing. It there's no it, it's not there's no way it doesn't happen in the NFL. It's it's awful in the NBA. It's dirty. That's why I don't watch it anymore. Luka Doncic, Doncic sitting out the last game of the season when it was a winner in their end playoff game, and they sat to lose to get in the lottery. Right. No, it's uh, the NBA. It's a problem because you'll buy, you know, uh, in terms of the West East Coast teams coming to the West Coast, they only come out for one game and fans buy tickets to see Steph Curry or to see LeBron and to have him sitting the star sitting because the team it either wants to rest or doesn't want to. It's a problem for the NBA. Yeah. Yeah. So, but um, 
Yeah, and you had to mention McDaniels. I'm sailing along with my Miami bet. No problem. Teased it, but we're sailing along. And how That's he brutal. snatched defeat from the jaws of victory. It just goes to show you, if you yeah, try not to lose, you will always lose. And that's exactly what uh, yeah. what uh, the Dolphins First did on Monday. That was that was criminal, what they did on Monday. First time in 750 games, a team blew a 14-point lead with three minutes left. Yeah, oh. that's yeah. A- you, can, you can make a serious case that if the Dolphins were to get eliminated early in the playoffs uh, on the road, like I think they will, um, you could make a serious case that losing that game to the Titans cost them the Super Bowl, cost them yeah. a trip to the Super Bowl. If, yeah. if if they got the one seed, which they would have been the one seed if they won that game, I don't think they're going to win out. But like, but they still would have been a position. They would. Yeah, no, we don't know how the NFL destiny. works. They yeah, the tie break on Baltimore right now. Um, no, I think they had tied. the tie break Baltimore, on Baltimore, Baltimore, but now they're behind them. No, no, no I know they, they had. They would have had the tie break on Baltimore had they won Monday. Night. Yes, yes, for, for yes, for whatever reason, I thought the it like, might have been Ravens conference beat them, record but yeah. because they would have had a, an AFC conference win. It, it is conference record. The Dolphins would have been seven and two in conference compared to the Ravens, uh, six and three. See, so now they don't have that tiebreaker anymore. Right. Right. So, I mean, like I said, I, I just it's about my money <laughs> and sitting there, you know, switching well, over to the Packer game because I thought I was fine when they scored those 14 points and then going what and switching back and having to watch that and go. Yeah, you know, you're an idiot. <laughs> uh, keep in mind, the Ravens still do play the Jags on the yeah, road, Niners on the road and the Dolphins. So the Dolphins, the Dolphins need to beat them. Uh, oh, they play and, each other. Oh, so yeah, they, they play each other on on. Back. I pl- I believe that game is on Christmas. Sorry, no that that's on New Year's Eve. Ravens Niners is on Christmas. Oh, Monday New night it's on Christmas. There you go. Nice. Yeah, they play each other. They still got a chance, but yeah, but still they, yeah, they it were in the drivers. Completely seat. fucked them. Yeah, no, completely fucked them. Yeah. So, but um, all right. Well, we uh, you just had to mention him, and that kind of was like, <laughs> so it's all right, Mark. I've lost like fifteen bets because of defensive touchdowns and safeties this year. Yeah, sorry. You're never you're never gonna let go of that safety that cost you the Oregon game, right? The Oregon State game. So, yeah, yeah, oh, I get it. So you know, I I, I, I almost though. I almost wish that like Oregon like missed like a 27 yard field goal against Washington to lose. Like I almost think that's how I wish I would have lost the Oregon the Oregon stuff. Right. No. Yeah, but you know. instead, they just got completely outplayed well, after outplaying Washington the first time and losing. And that's why they call it gambling, because if it was easy, they would call it easy. But it's not. And <laughs> and you're also undefeated on bets that you almost placed. That's right. Oh, I oh, never always. lose those. I can't I tell you how many those. times I haven't gotten a bet down, and I've gone, oh, now it's for sure going to win. And sure enough, you log in later, whether it's over on a basketball game, whatever. You Oh, my gosh, there it was, a winner. So the one where you jump in to place it, and the game's already started. So what are you going to do? Like I said, that's why they call it gambling. So, um, anything else? Like I said, I'm uh, I'm ready for my prediction. But anything else? Any other tidbit? I just want to throw out that there's been a in addition to game plan, and this is obviously part of the game plan with Browning that they've done. Jake and I were talking about this the other night. It's really interesting. The line has been phenomenal, both run blocking and pass blocking. The last couple of games, they've made a conscious effort. Uh, to run the ball. Mixon's look great. Chase Brown has two very productive games. I, I, I'd, I'd go as far as calling it what he did on Sunday, a great game. Yes. Um, 
some of the metrics that I don't fully understand, but people say they're good metrics, um, have the line playing really, really well, uh, top third, top 10 in the last two weeks. And, and you know, Jake made the point, the line looks and is statistically better because Browning gets a ball out quicker than Burrow. Uh, Burrow likes to hold the ball, likes to likes to make a play. A lot of times the sacks um, are on Burrow, but we don't need to go down that path. The line's doing a great, great job and um, some great numbers on on Volston and everybody else. And, you know, offensive line, it, what do they say? It's kind of like referees. If you don't know they're there, they're doing a hell of a job. And watching the games these days, you don't hear our lineman's name mentioned very often. And uh, love to see it continue on Sunday, Saturday. Yeah. In the recap, Heath ate his crow on the coaching staff because if you'll remember a few weeks ago, he was calling for the entire coaching staff to be fired, except for I, I don't remember what was the linebackers coach. He had the one coach. The one he wanted to keep was the wrong one. I forgot. Of course who it was. was but they about. all don't need to be fired. And we told him, listen, you don't change coaches mid-season. It's a new language. It's no, you don't do it. And then he sat there and said, Wow, you know, the offensive line looks really good. I might have been premature on Pollock. And I was like, might have been. Okay. Yeah. So um and, and- and the defense has made major strides. It's fun watching them again. Um, on Sunday, it was one offensive touchdown. It was a scoreless second half. And it's – here's what's crazy. We got, what, four games left? Yep. Four games left. Can we win an arrowhead? Sure. Anything absolutely, can Absolutely, we can win an arrowhead. This team – Huh? We can absolutely, we can win. No, out. I'm not doing this again. I'm not doing this again. I already did no, no, it with no, no, dad, no, no. with stop, my dad. Stop. Not doing out. this again. Realistically, we could go three and one and be a five seed. You know, obviously we're not going to win the division because we're three games behind Baltimore without the tiebreaker with four games to play. We're not winning the division. We could absolutely be a five or a six seed uh, at 10 and six, 10 and seven in the playoffs. We could also lose out and, and happen. Absolutely. Eight. What do we say? Humility is a week away. Crazy right now, it's kind of fun. Yeah, no, humility is a week away. Um, But we absolutely, when you look at the team sitting in the six and seven seed right now, they're trending in the wrong direction. um, The Steelers and the and the Colts. So, um, oh, absolutely. absolutely. Even if it's not the Colts, suck. The the Colts are all the Colts are bad. They're terrible. Us, Denver, and the Bills um, are trending in the right direction. So, you know, two of those three teams, I think, between the Bills, the Broncos, and us. Two of those three teams oh, take the two top the, spots that are currently being held by the Steelers and the Colts. Who did you say? The, us, Bills, and Broncos. Yes, Broncos are Broncos. Uh, it's sold their soul the, to the devil, and it's time to pay up. Broncos. The, the Broncos are a, they're they're a Ponzi scheme is my new term. I like I, to say. Jake said that uh, to me the other night. But here's the thing. First off, sorry, Jake. Um, I don't remember all three games that are on Saturday. But if we win, the Broncos lose. Oh, and the Colts lose all very realistic. We move up to the sixth seed. Nothing on Sunday can change that. So we are very much in the playoff picture. And, and frankly, if we go three and one, we're probably the five or the sixth seed. Yeah. I would not mind. Wait, do if, we need, do we no, care who loses the Colts Steelers. versus Steelers? Do we care yeah, who wins that? We need the Colts. We need the Colts to lose. So I don't know that it, it, when you're looking down the road, four games down, I, I don't think it's going to matter to us which one of those teams because i think we beat the steelers when we played them again and i think that'll split the the season uh record with them and we already have the tiebreaker against the colts 
So Yikes. Well, Browning going too Hines. Mark, Mark, you look at how jumbled the AFC is. It, yeah. it, it's very realistic that there's three and four team ties and head to head is not going to matter. It's going to be conference record where we're in trouble. Yeah, no. And that's going to be you our think- deal is, is, you know, beating all the NFC teams and not, and not beating the AFC teams. But I'm still so. waiting for my NFC West champions t-shirt, Cincinnati Bengals. There you go. Wait, Mark, you think that we're going to go to, I guess it's not called Heinz Field anymore, but I'm going to play like play it like it is. You think that we're going to go to Heinz Field with Jake Browning and beat Pittsburgh and beat Mike Tomlin? I think there's a possibility. I'm going to, I'm pulling for that. I don't want to lose two games to the Steelers. I don't want to get Jake, who do they here. Who do they play this week? Who? The Steelers, the Steelers play Steelers. Indy. They play in Indy. They Okay. So if the Steelers lose, on, that's the Saturday night game, right? Yeah. Saturday afternoon. The Steeler, Steelers lose on Saturday. It's your classic case of they're folding up the tents, packing their bags. And where they're, and where they're season, uh, where the game they want to win. Nah, no, no, no. That season's over if they lose. So the I just Colts think we can lose. The, the Steelers winning is better for us to make the playoffs, but I'll be rooting for the Colts because if we beat Minnesota and Pittsburgh, other things start to matter less. Right. I, I'm rooting for the Steelers to be just absolutely decimated with Mitchell Trubisky at quarterback. Hell, I don't care if you get picket back. I don't care who's a quarterback for them. Uh, they lose. They're folding up the tents. Their season's done. And that helps. you guys are missing a uh, you're missing a very important team in that jumbo. What team is so that? Future AFC champion Buffalo Bills. So the Buffalo them. Bills, the man, the man who bashed Josh Allen more than anybody. The man, the man who now has the Buffalo Bills at fifteen to one to win the AFC. There you go. From three weeks ago. So is that your you really believe it, or that's your bet? Um, are we talking gun to your head, or what? What I think is going to happen. So what do you think is going to happen? I think the Bills win the AFC. Okay, they got to get in. Yeah, I okay. Like, so, sure. I, I know they. Ha- I, I know how it works. Like, I know they yeah. have to get in. Now, I'll tell um, you what I think the networks want. The networks want us and the Bills. It's that simple. Those are the two teams they want to see in the in the postseason. Not the Colts. Not the Broncos. Not the Steelers. Right. So, is there is is there any? There's no chance that like Burrow will play, right? Like he's surgery like done. No, he's done. It wasn't like minor. Sur- okay. Okay. That's right. Yeah. That's what I thought. Aaron Rodgers. He didn't go Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. 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 If it was a broken um, no, bone, I, he could have, you know, yeah, that heals faster. But the tendon in his wrist, it's he's done till next year. Yeah. Like the Bills have like w- the best point differential in the NFL. Like they're, they're so getting in. Like the, if, if the Bills get in, they're going to win the AFC. They have but, to beat, they have to beat either Dallas or at Miami. They ain't well, getting in if they go two and two. It's a, it's a really good thing that, uh, that we're approaching. Jake Circus's pick week. pick time. Uh oh! I just teased Dallas. I got it like ten. Oh, how many points <laughs> you getting, Jake? <laughs> uh, I I I actually don't uh don't hate the Cowboys tease pick, but uh I'm gonna go something different. So we uh we had Dallas last week. Dallas is my Super Bowl champion right now. Um, I uh I am gonna fade them this week. I'm gonna take Buffalo minus one and a half uh, against Dallas. I hate it. Like I hate that I have to root for the Bills, but. I, I think that they're going to go on this run um, five, six weeks ago. Their defense was horrible. Um, you know, I uh, <laughs> about uh, the uh, the McDermott stuff. It, it's fired him up. Like, I got yeah, I don't know. Like, well, I good. maybe like maybe more coaches should 
go talk about 9 11 in the in the locker room like i I don't know it's it's weird like this is a weird season but no i I think this this team's getting locked in um they have the best player on the planet right now josh allen all you Bills fans who got mad at me when he was playing bad, now he's playing good, and I'm giving him props. Like I, I, I said, I say on my pod every week to Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen, to to all the the Eagles. I try to be fair, and I'm being right. fair because this team is playing better than anybody else in football outside of Dallas right now. Now they host them, and I think they're going to beat them. So Dallas or Buffalo minus one and a half is my pick for this week. All right. And you talk about a crazy season. I mean, look at two and a half when I send out the lines, Jake, I'm looking at the lines I send out for our uh, fun. That sucks. That sucks. We talk about a crazy season and look at what we had last week. I mean, literally a temper tantrum by Mahomes, which can't help his, 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 uh, you know, his rating with, you know, doing all those insurance commercials. Um, Just, I mean, come on. And then awful. and then Andy Reid, who who kind of came out and backed his player up, but then the next day took a major step back and said, yeah. you know, he needed to be lined up on side. Le- legacy is a big word to use where I'm going. Uh, image is a better word to use. Yeah, yeah image. There severely, you go. He severely tarnished his image. I mean, his brother gives him a bad name. His wife gives him a bad name. He gets picked on because he talks like Kermit the Frog. He puts ketchup on his steak. Um, he's a really good quarterback, but what he's a great quarterback was really, but... really bad. And the worst of it all was that they caught him on camera with a hot mic uh, at the Josh Allen right. handshake. Josh Allen yes. here. You can oh yeah, walk up there and could shake you and congratulate him? Be a man, own it, and then go give Tony an earful. Tony cost them the first week of the season. I mean, that guy had right. arguably one of the worst games I've ever seen a receiver have. And then he does a total boneheaded move and was looking at, well, the officials are supposed to move me back. You right. can look for help, but it's for you. The Not whole when you're thing inside. Was he was bad. on the tight end. They do that when you're out wide. Yeah. But but you, can, you when you're on the line, I, you can turn to the line judge and ask him, am I good? And he will tell you whether you are. But you have to ask. It's not his right. job to move you. And, and it was okay. a full. His whole foot was offsides. Hang on. Jake okay, we don't want to me for something I said 10 minutes ago. Go ahead. No, no, we don't. We don't need to talk about the rules of onsides or making sure if you're offsides or onsides. But could you imagine like I, I'm trying to think about like what it would look like. But there's no chance in hell that Burrow would ever do that. No, like there's zero chance. Zero. No, you're talking about a guy that gave up his suite to Jake Browning's family so they'd have to sit out in the cold. Right. Like what what do you think was going through Burrow's mind when they called that penalty on Logan Wilson against the Rams? Like bogus. He, he didn't say yeah. a word. He rallied himself. the truth and said, let's go win a game. Let's go pull off a miracle. And then he handed the ball off to Samaj P. Ryan on third and one. Yeah. Well. And we were half a second away from one of the greatest Super Bowl touchdowns I mean, that oh, Mark Days. Oh. And I was there. I would have been there for that. That would have been the lifetime moment. Jake and I still might be in Cincinnati right now, and we'd have tattoos on – I'd have one on my calf, and Jake, I don't know where he was getting his. Shoulder. 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 Good place. I have have six tattoos, so it's – including my favorite one is the Bengal Tiger. So that's my favorite one. I love that baby. Puts a smile on my face every time I see it. So One day. One day, one day. There we go. So, uh, my Katie and I'll probably do something. I mean, we'll, we'll, you know, my daughter and I both have ink. So, 
she'll probably join it. We'll we'll do something to commemorate a Super Bowl win. I guarantee it. So 100%. most predictions. Likely, I'm going to try to be there. So, so I all am, right. Let's do our predictions. Who wants to go first? I'll do it. I'm ready for, it. So for my first prediction. Uh, the Vikings have been a very cyclical team. They lost four of their first five. Jefferson went out. They won five straight. They've lost two of their last three. They Well, they lost two straight and then one Sunday, kind of. Fun fact, the Minnesota Wilds scored as many points as the Minnesota Vikings on Sunday. They won 3 nothing. also. Um, the Bengals defeat the Vikings 23-17. to There's a late turnover by our turnover-hungry linebackers, either Pratt or Logan Wilson, and the Vikings go on to lose four straight, miss the playoffs. They, By the way, they finish... Lions, Packers, Lions, Bengals win 23-17, Vikings lose four straight and miss the playoffs. Okay. And then we do 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 have us winning out as well and winning the Super Bowl. I haven't gotten that far yet, but I'd freaking take it, man. Yeah. I you imagine. Uh, all right, I'll um, go, I'll go next because I actually have you and I have been like sharing a brain the last few weeks, and we do not talk about these before so i have no idea what anybody's going to say we try to save most of it so it's real on the show you're hearing it for the first time um i had 23 13 so you know you gave uh, you gave a little more credit but but you know the viking uh offense but i have us 23 13 i think we control this game i i think it's an ugly game I mean, it might be close at half, you know, because we tend to have a, a brain fart. It tends to be in the last two minutes of the half. Um, I'd like to see us go into the locker room, but but I see us. Uh, I, that's what I got, 23-13. And I was actually rooting for a scoreless regulation on. I wanted them to miss. Oh, absolutely. I was going, oh, this is the first, you know, the first since 1940 or something that there was right. a zero zero. So I was rooting for that. Unfortunately, we did get the three nothing and it just becomes one of those ugly three nothing games. But. But uh, yeah, it was uh, that game. It was made my back to back weeks where I bet on an underdog and they pushed the spread while getting shut out. I had the Patriots six uh, plus six against the Chargers two weeks ago when they lost six nothing. And I had the Raiders plus three this past week. I've never maybe I got lucky to get both pushes because both teams got shut out. But I don't know. I, I feel like that's one in a million back to back weeks pushing when your team gets shut out. What do you like? Oh, actually, actually, it completely is because I actually saw this 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 uh this uh angle, this trend. Um teams that get shut out all time after the Raiders p- push, they were now three and like one seventy-nine and four. Three wins, one seventy-nine losses, and four. So only seven times in NFL history a team has either covered or pushed while getting shut out, and I had one in about back to back weeks. Right. So literally like one in a million. Like that's awesome. Now, what about the following week? Is there, because is there something that tells us that we should be Herbert's out for the year Raiders? I mean, you've got yeah, to think teams... Antonio Pierce has been in their face all week. Um, um, I'm leaning yeah, towards there's, the Raiders in that game. There's, there's something it's uh, I think it's like teams under 50% that got shut out late, late in the year cover at a really high rate the next week. Yeah. Um, especially if they're a dog. Yeah, I'm like I said, I that's just where I've been leaning. So uh so that's all good. You're pushing me towards a Raider bet. It's a Thursday game. You know, you gotta try to grab one early if you can. You know, start a card, grab one early. All right, Jake, what's your final score? 
Um, I think you guys have given a little too too much respect to the Bengals offense. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, but the Vikings blitz more than anybody. I don't I think there's gonna be a couple times where Browning holds the ball too long on third down, gets himself sacked, loses some field position. Um, a lot of punts. 17-13 Bengals. Think they get enough, think they're better, they're the better team. Uh, better coached in some regards. We'll see which Zach Taylor we get. But uh, I, I like the last two weeks, Zach Taylor. Not so much the uh, 12 weeks before that, but the last two weeks, Zach Taylor, I've liked quite fondly. So we'll see. 17 13 is my, is my prediction, though. See, you're, what, you're not, what you're forgetting about is our defensive score from Mullen. That's what you're <laughs> missing. See, that's the, the difference. So, and, and I've got, you had your dog jump in the video. I've got, I've got to chase back here. That's, uh, there she is. Nice. So Burrow's probably sleeping off in the other room, but that's my two striped Bengal cats. And Chase awesome. had to get some screen time. Nice. Before we go, um, for all, all all the Bengals fans out there, if you haven't watched uh, BJ Hill mic'd up, I think it popped today. I watched it this morning. It was great. I mean, they're always great, but BJ's entertaining. It was a good one. Yeah. Also, I want to thank you for sharing the footage of Chad when he decided to go one on one with Ray Lewis. Um, if you guys can. Oh, all time. Yes, yes. There's actually an interview also in the locker room that I saw um, where he's, you know, basically looking at the camera going, I took on Ray and lost, man. Yeah. I lost. So I thought, I, thought I could hit him. Ray. I thought I could surprise him. I had never heard the footage where he goes to the sidelines and they're telling him, yeah. you know, you're not supposed to take on those big guys. I thought I could surprise him. So classic, uh, classic footage there. So thank you for sharing that. All right. Well, we will be back right after the game on Saturday. Remember, it's a Saturday morning game. We'll be back on right after doing our recap. Uh, hopefully the Bengals uh, were right on our scores here because we all have the Bengals winning. Jake, remind them where they can find your stuff one more time. Uh, Jake Circus Podcast, Spotify, and YouTube. Follow me on Twitter as well uh, at Jake Circus. Awesome. And uh, with the and if you don't subscribe, please subscribe. It's all we ask. Hit the thumbs up. I don't mind running long because we do put the audio up on podcasts and people like listening to this in the car. I've had people, you know, on Twitter telling me, "Hey, you guys should do longer shows," but that's because you know they're they're treating it like a podcast and not a YouTube show. So, well, with that, I'm going to say, "Hoot, everybody!" We'll see you Saturday. Hoot.